Ultra. to the corner in a minute the daily podcast where we crawl our way to the bitter end or the logger end of the world's end one minute at a time i'm nick Jimenez. i'm scott corelli today we're preparing to annihilate minute 64 which begins with gary and peter sharing a high five and ends with the gang approaching the beehive and we've got johnny and mark back welcome hey what's hey. going on what is up um so this is the first minute i think uh, we get, I mean, a little bit, a little bit of, uh, of, you know, the stuff that's happening in the mermaid, you start to get hints of it, but I think this is the very first minute where we kind of start to realize that Peter is a bad person. Um, and then he, he buries it down. Uh, but he has, he has some bad instincts as far as, uh, <laughs> <laughs> as far as a guy goes. And like later, later we get him, you know, laughing, chuckling at the King gay joke, um, and just thinking it's the funniest thing he's ever heard. Um, but yeah, this, this first bit, I mean, it's, it's funny and it always gets a big laugh, uh, <laughs> in, when, whenever I see it of the fuck. Yeah. Um, he's but because he's such a dork. Exactly. But also, uh, uh, yeah, that's a fucked up thing to say. Yeah. You know, he, you get seven. Go ahead. Yeah. I know you get seven pints into a guy. Yeah. Right. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's a follower. Yeah. Yeah. I he think is, um, he yeah. finds himself enabled by Gary King. And that's like, he he thinks of, uh, yeah, Gary King is an enabler to Peter Page. And so he's like, he's like, fuck yeah, about everything. He's like, yeah. let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This minute, this minute, in another way we could have written the opening is this minute starts with Peter saying, fuck yeah, and ends <laughs> with him saying, fuck yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so uh yeah it's just it's his reaction to the to the the girls in school uniforms like oh who wouldn't fuck yeah um is like he said father (laughs) he has (laughs) he has like a i think he has a daughter if i remember correctly uh so it's just like it's a supremely fucked up thought to have of just like yeah, nothing, nothing hotter than a girl in a school uniform. Ugh, so creepy. Mm-mm. I don't know, Peter. It's just, but yeah, but yeah, I think I think the enabling thing is uh, is spot on. I think we're starting to see an alternate universe where if if Gary had more respect for Peter, uh, I think that they that that Peter would have stuck by Gary even longer than Andy did. Um, I think that. Like there's a an alternate universe where uh, Peter and Gary are kind of the same. Like they they like hang out all the time and get drunk all the time. And Peter isn't married. He doesn't have kids. He's kind of just like a loser, like Gary. Maybe uh, like uh, Peter sees Gary as somebody he wishes he was. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I definitely of, think like, that's true. I wish I was free spirited like that. I wish I didn't have like all of these responsibilities. Mm-hmm. Like. All that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I think he never, 
I mean, they even talked about it earlier, and I think Nick, I think we talked about it um, early on. Is that you know we have this theory that Peter it wasn't like a true member of the gang. He was just there because he was his family was rich, and so they it allowed them to do things that they wouldn't normally get to do, and so he was part of the group because of that. But he wasn't like if it wasn't for him being rich, he was wouldn't have been part of their group. He wouldn't have been a musketeer. They wouldn't have taken the time to get to know him. Right, right. Um, but you know, his family had a pool and big house. <laughs> so. yeah. And then also no we, we we see that like back when they're talking about the bully, it we 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 noticed that it seemed to be news to them. Like mm-hmm. they were absorbing that information for the first time. Like they really didn't know they didn't really get to know Peter that well to know like his troubles at school. Right. Or how, big, how big of an impact they were. Isn't that what a page does? Is like inform them, messages the oh yeah the royal, for sure the royalty yeah that of, of things, and so they're like, oh, you're useful. Why don't you stick around? Mm, that's true. That is true. Um, I love I I love uh, Bermuda Rhombus and the Aqua Nazis. Um, oh, great band name. <laughs> it is a great fantastic band band, band name. <laughs> I love uh, the, uh, the the drunk half motion that Gary does. Yeah, He'll write that down. It's like <laughs> it, it's it's his mo. It, it's it's Gary at his most, um, uh, 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 like Jack Sparrow, like kind of. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I, I think the this is the first movie to like capture that for me, where I, you know, you relate to the movie in such a way where I was like in the theater going like. I do that. It's like <laughs> my friends and I do the, the, Oh, that's a great band name. Write that down. <laughs> and then even the, um, like the very first time they say, let's boo boo. I was like, huh, that sounds like something that is like an inside joke. And then they went on to explain like, Oh, you know, it's Yogi bear and boo boo. And let's boo boo. And I was like, huh, I do that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, a lot of their like little uh, I don't know friendisms is are, are very real. Uh, they, they feel they all feel like based on really real relatable things. Well, it's written yeah. by two best friends. Yeah, <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> but they didn't go to school together, I guess. But um, they probably have uh, similar thoughts. I feel like when they were making this, they had a lot of like uh, Kevin Smith esque conversations about <laughs> their respective sure. New Jersey's, um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> growing up. <laughs> and I saw this with, I saw this with, uh, one of my best friends and like, we went to go see it and, um, I knew then that a, a bunch of, of what I just saw just went over my head. So, um, we left the theater going like, oh, you know, it was good. Uh, but I like walking out of the theater, I was like, I knew a lot went over my head, but after that, we just went straight from the movie theater to, the pub down the street and we hung out there for a few hours. And I was like, if anything, that's what it wanted me to do was just drink beers with my friend. And so we did that. So it's like, it really, if anything, it captures that spirit of like you wanting to, to hang out with your friends like that in, in some weird, uh, bombastic way. Yeah. Scott, yeah. Scott, did you ever go directly from the world's end to the bar? Did I? <laughs> I don't know. I definitely got a lot of movie theater beers uh, every time I saw I saw this because I knew that I would want one. But it was never it was never quite as satisfying because like the movie theater beers come in like these big like plastic cup things 
And mm-hmm. they're, it's not as satisfying as drinking it out of a pup glass, for sure. Smashing um, it at the ground. Yeah. Right, exactly. And, and, and proclaiming that you want another. Um, <laughs> I'll save what you should have been doing for tomorrow's minute, but you know, <laughs> we'll save it for tomorrow. Uh, um, um, but uh, uh, Peter hates fields. I would really like to know more about that. <laughs> that's like a drunk. That's like a drunk Edgar Wright setup. We're like, okay, calm down. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That one. That one is a little much because I'm just like, who? How do you? Why? Why do you hate fields? Like what? Yeah. <laughs> I, I thought I missed. I have, I have nothing but indifference to fields. I don't know. It's just like a who hurt you moment of like yeah. what bully took you to a field and yeah. like fucked you up. Like Brad Pitt Seven you. hates fields. <laughs> right. I don't like that place, man. Some bad happened to me. <laughs> like I even went back to like look at the beginning of the movie and I was like, was he what happened with Fields? I was like, what what I was trying to think like did something happen earlier that I didn't catch the joke on that he that he doesn't like Fields, but No. No, no he's just foreshadowing like like that he gets taken in a field later. But it's not even like a field field because there's lots of trees around. Yeah, it's more of a um, wood than a field. Yeah, it's more of a wood, exactly. Uh, more of a woods, actually. <laughs> yeah. uh. It's like the one moment that the movie almost like just comes a smidge too too like too clever for a yeah, moment. Little little t- the 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 foreshadowing is just a little too too much. Little you you got too close to the sun there, Edgar. Because they've already done like a couple of like, oh, we'll be, you know, like we're not gonna. Well, he's gonna get us all killed, or like you two aren't gonna make it. You know, it'll just be two of us. You know, like I feel like we've already gotten like a a bunch. Yeah, I don't know that we needed the field, uh, the field thing. (laughs) I hate fields. Every every season, every season, we we find like one or two things that we're like, I don't think I like this about this movie. (laughs) Yeah, I hate fields. Why? Why would anyone hate a field? Oh, Oh boy. Um, it's weird too. Cause it's in the script. It's like, it's, it's not like a, it, like it made it all the way through. Um, sure. And, and there was never a point in the, uh, in like the, all of the, uh, rehearsals that they did of this movie where they were like, you know, maybe that one's a little too on the nose. Um, was- yeah, but then it, and I hate to say it, but then it becomes like an Edgar Wright ism where you're like, Oh, that's like an Edgar Wright thing where he would be like oh i hate fields and it's like so quick and sporadic in the dialogue where it's like quick cut and then you're like oh and then that's when you get into like the cut and paste like uh oh how to how to make an edgar wright film and then you mm-hmm. just, oh you just you know throwing that you said that one weird thing now let's make it a scene yeah it's like oh i hate you know they're bartering back and forth and it's like oh i hate fields and it's like ah oh, ha ha that's funny and then later on it's like oh they reference it back that's that's edgar wright and you're like I get that they're doing it like they're doing the bit. It doesn't mean they're doing it well. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, but, but Oliver's manipulation of the situation, honestly, pretty clever uh, as far as, you know, uh, Stephen is like, I, I got all of this from, from Basil. And that's when Oliver's mm. like, Oh, Oh, mad Basil. Yeah. Great. And uh, you're gonna you're gonna put our lives in the hands of a crazy old man. And Stephen says he's not crazy, but Oliver's like, yeah, well, maybe he's not. Maybe he's a blank trying to lure us to the edge of town under those dark country roads where they can deal with us, you know. And it's like it, it's it's like yeah, I I can see the logic. Like 
Mm-hmm. Uh, like he's trying to, you know, the, the I guess the concept here that he's trying to manipulate is like maybe the 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 balance of blanks to humans is in the opposite way, mm-hmm. and that yeah. uh, Basil <laughs> is a blank and everyone else is actually human, and he's trying to get you to go to a place where they can get you alone. Yeah, um, he's 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 lulling them by making them be paranoid. Right. I also think. Uh, or wonder if maybe this is also a low key hot fuzz reference uh to what what they try to do with uh with uh, uh Nicholas Angel um with the Warm NWA fun. yeah um where they where they take him out to the country roads and well they yeah. throw him in a trunk but <laughs> yeah and stay um, out yeah <laughs> but it 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 feels like a reference to the, that moment in uh in hot fuzz a little bit too um, cause there was a dark country road and they did, they did try to deal with him. I'm know. really, I'm no really impressed with, um, how they do just like, um, or just how confident Oliver is when he's almost being called out because obviously they drag it out where, where Gary King's like, no, wait a minute. And Oliver back then didn't make it this far, but what they do they don't saturate it. They don't go, they don't make like Oliver going like a cold sweat or anything. He just straight up is like, and what of it? And yeah. And it's like, I like the new you. <laughs> and there's something about just Oliver being like, okay, so uh, go on. <laughs> right. And, and I like that more so than drawing it out and being like, Oh, is Gary King going to call me out? Am I a robot? And it's like, yeah. no. Uh, um, and, <laughs> Well, I right. mean, he's amassing an army behind him. So if things go south, uh, Sam's noticed that there's like people gathering anyway. Yeah. Right. Or like blanks gathering, I guess. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Movies have a bad habit of making everyone a terrible liar. Um, <laughs> like, yeah, because I guess because they're trying to get the audience to know that they're lying. Uh, and, and it just makes everyone a terrible liar. Like, I can't remember the last time I've seen someone who was a good liar in something. Um, that was, yeah, it's always like, oh no, they're going to get caught because they're bad at lying. Uh, and so, yeah, it is nice without just straight up omitting it. Cause sometimes they do that where they're just like, what if we just don't reveal it? And you're like, Hey, wait a minute. It's okay. It's the one thing actors are bad at (laughs) in, in a script. (laughs) <laughs> joke there somewhere um i i really love oliver's reaction to i like the new you and he just does this little ah <laughs> <laughs> martin freeman's incredible i just i think he's he's so good in this movie I, yeah i think he has martin freeman has range even like if someone were to say he's typecasted, I could see the argument for that, but I feel like he has range even within that mm-hmm. realm of, of characters he's played. Even uh, in his Marvel Cinematic Universe character, which I absolutely hate that character. Oh, uh, Everett Ross? <laughs> yeah, and I'm, I'm like, I hate your character, but I know what Martin's doing. You're doing a great job, sweetie. Yeah. I hate the character. And so it's like, I know why you were picked and yet you're doing it well. So there's like a range to like, I don't know. He's got a talent for, yeah, maybe you could say he's typecasted, but I'm like, he knows how to, he knows how to to, to exercise that muscle. Yeah, for sure. 
Um, yeah, and then they all uh, they head head to the beehive. I'm I'm curious, uh, Johnny. What are your overall thoughts on the movie? I think we've kind of surmised what Mark's were have been <laughs> um, over the course um, of this, but not but not yours. I I just really I as opposed to like Mark, I went to I went away from home for college. Mm-hmm. So I was like a thousand miles away from everybody I ever knew. Um, and I didn't really have this friend group in a setting in which I could drink like this mm-hmm. in a timely manner. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it, it kind of made me a little jealous about how close everybody was of like, yeah, I'll do this pub crawl. I know it's like older, they're adults, whatever, but you still have that yearning for wanting that really close friend group like that, that you have all these inside jokes with and everything. Um, but fun fact, I got stood up going to see this movie. I was supposed to go on a date with someone and they mm. never showed up to the movie theater to watch this movie with me. So I sat and watched it by myself. <laughs> um, but it was great. I loved it because I, I came out of it wanting to like, okay, well, let me go call my roommates and like, I want to do something fun. Like, I don't want to get body snatched or anything, (laughs) but I want to go and like have some beers and like have some fun. Um, I, I don't know. I just, I, I guess I like look at it in rose colored glasses of like, that's, that's the overall theme of this movie to me is like friendship and having a good time. And through the, through thick and thin, like, eventually it'll work out somehow in a very bizarre way uh-huh. but i guess it's a very triumphant look at it but yeah you you have the very opposite uh, <laughs> uh uh look look at it than uh some some of our previous guests have had um which is just like this is the darkest ending of a movie and i want to this movie ends and i want i want to i want to die and i want to i want humanity well, well, to be over well, there's something well, there's something very human about yeah. You know, like there, there are times when you are able to personally be like, oh, I'm having a good day, even though like the world by and large is, is melting. Yeah. And, and I think like in the movie, we end with Gary King in a very triumphant place, but earth is like, you know, fuck beyond comprehension. Yes. Yeah. And, and and it's like, that can bum you out. <laughs> everyone else is like, oh boy, how did this happen? But Gary King's like, I grew as a person. <laughs> and that's the point. That's the point of the movie. I yeah. know it sounds stupid, but it's like you have to go through all these trials and tribula- tribulations with your your friends to get growth as a character mm-hmm. in your own story. Yeah. So that I guess that's why, I don't know, I, ended, I always ended on an upswing in my mind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I, I I'm the same way. I I love the ending of this, and I I find it to be like a big fist bump, like fist fist pump move move, you know. And I I just I I like I never walked out of this movie without a smile on my face. Um, but so many people think I'm crazy. <laughs> I don't think you're crazy. <laughs> Thanks, yeah, John. I don't I don't think you're. <laughs> Look, I, think, <laughs> I think that's the right mentality to have with it, especially with the ending. I think the ending is very, um, like turns what you might expect on its head in, mm-hmm. in a sort of way. And well, it, makes like, you, it makes you, it makes you reevaluate like what you actually think is a tragedy at the end. Yeah. I mean, sure. The landscape is different, but the ideals are still there within Gary King mm-hmm. of protecting his replicant friends. Now, you know, like your, whatever they call them in this verse. 
blank. Uh, uh, yeah, but he has like blank friends now. So, right? but he, but they still have the soul of their friends, right? Is they, it? <laughs> that's the thing. Is like the blanks, though they are blanks, have the souls of the people that they were part of, or that mm-hmm. you know they're people too. They're his friends too, and yeah. that's what matters. Right. And, and like it, it's and, and not to get too because we'll, we'll talk. I mean, you know, but the, the way the humans treat the blanks isn't entirely sympathetic towards the humans in this movie where you're like, oh, the humans. Oh, oh right. We're dicks <laughs> to things that we don't understand. You know? Yeah. 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 Weren't they dicks to them when they were kids or when they were in, uh, you know, just a bunch of screwballs in their in their in the beginning of the movie? Like, I mean, a little oh. bit. I mean, you got barred from that one bar. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I think, I think the thing that I, I like so much about the ending is that, you know, the thing about alcoholism, uh, is, is that, <laughs> no. no, I mean this, that's what this movie's about. I mean, it's, I it's, know. it's about being yeah. an alcoholic and, and, you know, the thing about it is one of the things that they, they teach you is that you can't, you can't fix what you broke. You can only move forward and and try to be a better person from now on, and 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 you know make sure that your the next drink is is not a an alcoholic beverage, you know. And it's just like it's always like kind of one step at a time. And I guess the thing that I find so uplifting about the ending is one, he's ordering water, which is great. Um, but like I think some people view him leading those kids, the the the, the kid versions of of the gang. Um, of blanks uh, as like a like a like a step backward for him, but to me, I always viewed it as like he's getting a second chance to yeah. not fuck up his relationship with his friends again. Now that he's yeah. sober, he gets to like have his second chance of like, okay, I'm not gonna fuck it up this time. Um, and I kind of think that's beautiful. I don't know. I love. I like that. I think you guys are right. I think <laughs> you guys are absolutely right. And I. I yeah, I know uh, we're talking about your experience, Johnny, but I choked up with the the um, uh, Nick Frost's character confronting Gary King. I was like, yeah, it, it choked me up with the arms part. I remember, you know, like like I said, a lot of it went over my head the first time I saw, but that was one of those moments where I was like, oh, man, I have never felt something like that in an Edgar Wright movie where yeah. I choked up like about some sort of confrontation between friends where listen, you gotta, you gotta like put balls to the wall sometimes and just be like, it's almost like laying your friendship on the line. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know it's like the prequels are very iffy, the star Wars prequels, but like, you know, some people, they find the Obi-Wan Anakin thing at the end of episode three, very like emotionally, like, like oh my god they choke up like even do like do choke up for that scene mm-hmm. our brother anakin it's because like, it's like another that. one of those lay your friendship on the line things with yeah. this moment with yeah. with you know later when they're in that shit that in that house and they're like he's looking at his arms and i'm just like oh my god i can't do this <laughs> yeah <laughs> and then my friend's like you want to go to pot this is like yeah i do i need a drink to like <laughs> I wallow like, i want to hang out with you yeah i love you bro <laughs> Yeah, I think that's I think that's definitely I think the expectations of this to be like just like another like kind of, you know, goofy fun comedy um, like mm-hmm. Hot Fuzz, I think really puts people in like a different mode. And I think that's why a lot of people kind of dismissed it when it came out. And I and I try to convince them all, like, if you just watch it again, I swear you'd get more out of it because you know what it is going into it. Um, yeah. and, and I, but I think, I think that that expectation swerve, uh, of, of what this movie is, of it, it's, it has a lot more dramatic elements in it than hot fuzz does. Um, 
and I don't think people were 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 expecting that and and uh, were surprised by it and and maybe not in a good way because because of what their expectations were. Yeah, exactly. I think I think Hot Fuzz is like a the gateway one mm-hmm. out of all the movies. It's like it's the gateway one, and I think of it now as like a guilty pleasure. I feel kind of like. <laughs> Ooh, like, is it okay to still like this movie and like i love it so much and then i'm like should i love it and then i don't know i think i think this is my favorite one just because like it does give i don't know it just like puts your own life into perspective for you because mm-hmm. you fall somewhere in this friend group and you got to figure out what's like how you you're going to progress in your own life mm-hmm from this movie. I don't yeah. know. It's weird. It's weird to say that, but I feel that way. <laughs> well, congratulations, Johnny. You're the first guest we've ever had that has agreed with us that this Yay! is the best one. Yeah. <laughs> this is the end of Willy Wonka. <laughs> yeah, that we're done. Exactly. And, you're gonna finish and, now, and now we're done. <laughs> movie ends <laughs> here at the end of 60. Our job here is done. We've finally done it. Our watch is in. <laughs> all right well uh thanks for uh listening everyone um go check out the uh duelinggenre.com slash merch or t public store um buy stuff in our store or or on t on t public at large anything that you get there through our link we get a little little piece of the pie um helps us uh buy little things here and there uh for the for the website and for uh research and things like that so um we appreciate everyone who does that uh but we will be back tomorrow with minute 64 for 65 oh we're almost done 65 for now let's google Yeah.